0: Back to Shellheads, at and podcast. I am one of your hosts, Sergio. Uh, with me today on our on our Skype call is your other host, Jeff. Hey, Jeff, how's it going? It's going really well, Sergio. How's it going for you? It's uh, swimmingly. Do, do people still say swimmingly? Sure, why not? Yeah, yeah.
1: Everything old so is new good. again.
0: Yeah, like, like we we're we're really getting our footing into this this new year now that ha it's um <laughs> uh, yesterday was Valentine's Day and you know, that went that went well. Like it's just just a good week overall. Okay. So last we left you, um, last episode, we we had promised, hey, we're gonna we're gonna talk about uh the the, the last Ronin, right? Mm-hmm. Well, at the time, I, I'm not sure when the actual delay was announced. I don't think it was announced by the time we recorded last time because I kept checking and it kept saying that it was coming out in February. Mm-hmm. Well, The Last Ronin has been delayed yet again. Yeah. Um, but we will get to that in news, I guess. Uh, that's 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 kind of why we're not going to be talking about Last Ronin. That's why the name of this episode has nothing to do with The Last Ronin. Uh, today's topic is going to be IDW. And I'm perfectly fine with that. So that's, that's exciting. It's, it's kind of a combo ep- uh, episode where we're going to talk about the IDW comic along with the Ghostbusters crossover because technically it's canon, so we have to read it in order.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: but all of that is coming up in our last segment, but we have a couple of segments we got to get to first. Yeah. Jeff, what's the first one?
1: It's time to see what's in Sergio's box.
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah. So. So, you know, my kid just had a birthday. Uh, Valentine's what? Day just passed. And and, and, and so, so I'm pretty hard up for some cash right now. It didn't stop me. Didn't stop me, of course. So I just got uh, three things uh, this th- 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 this past two weeks, uh, all of them pretty similar. Uh, the, the first one. I finally got in the mail, finally got in the mail the pirate bebop and rocksteady. Ooh. from that NECA.
1: Come, that that came back in stock.
0: Well, no, it was never out of stock. Oh. Uh, it's it's just big bad toy store didn't get their their fulfillment of it till like six months after they were supposed to. Ooh. well, that does happen. Yeah, yeah, it's it it, it took them forever to get it in. They got it in and they fulfilled the order and they shipped it and it looks great and. It's it's absolutely beautiful, but it did take forever.
1: Yeah, it it, so, it does tend to do that.
0: Yeah. Um. Uh. Let's see. What else did I get? Okay. Okay. If we're let's let's stay on the the the, the two pack train here. Mm. Playmates. Uh, I know we've talked about these two packs m- numerous times. Uh, the ones that are Walmart exclusive, and they are the basically the reprints of the old classic figures. Not the old classic figures, but the old classic collection figures. And we, we t- the, the the last time we talked about this was when I got the the the, the, the baby shredder. Yeah. Or the shredder that was way smaller than he should be.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, the, the, I finally completed that collection, and I got the Raphael Triceraton two pack. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it popped up on Walmart.com to just straight up order it. So I straight up ordered it. They came in. Now, we've talked about Walmart's packaging before and how when you order toys from Walmart, they package them like they're toys. They don't package them like they're collectibles.
1: Yeah, and that's a
0: huge nope for me. Yeah, it's a huge nope, but when there's no guarantee you're going to find it in store, I, I like I'm willing to roll the dice. And Walmart really outdid themselves this time. Ooh, how bad was it? So, typically, you know, they may come in a box with no packing material, right? Or or they come in, like, a really big bubble mailer. Yeah. This one was just a big plastic envelope. Oh. Zero padding, zero anything. It, like, the only thing preventing like my two pack from just being shredded by a dog is a thin layer of latex.
1: How bad was it? It wasn't bad at all. (laughs) Like you got real lucky. My friend,
0: I got super duper. I'm not, I'm not saying that they did it right. What I'm saying is they were playing with fire and did not get burned.
1: Don't order collectibles from walmart.com people. It's not a collectible. It's not a collectible. It is to somebody.
0: It's sold in the
1: children's toy department. It's okay. a toy. Don't order toys from Walmart.com if you are a collector. How's that? And you know what? That's that's sound advice. So yeah, that, that
0: collection is done now. And the Triceraton looks good, but is again too tall too too small. Way too tiny. Is Raphael taller? Raphael is the, the exact same size that, that that line has always been no
1: that's not how that works
0: <laughs> and and since they had to fit the Triceraton in the same package he's the same height oh yeah it's it sucks <laughs> typical typical playmates it, it, it should have been a, a shredder Triceraton 2 pack that was bigger but that would have been the right thing to do that would have like if if anything, all these re-releases and all these these things, you know, I, I mentioned this on Instagram the other day. All it's doing is proving that that uh, Playmates is a lowly toy company. Yeah. that's all they are. Uh, th- th- they they don't have the the artists. They don't have the ability to create a proper collectible mm-hmm. like uh, Neca or Super Seven, Super 7. Yeah. or even. Or even the loyal subjects. Like, they don't have the ability to do it, so this is the best we're going to get from them. It's really sad. The last two things that are in my box this week are both Super Shredders. Oh. Yeah, because we know how much I love Super Shredder. And that's right. Uh, one of them is uh, the GameStop-exclusive Funko Super Shredder Big Fig. Mm-hmm. So it's just, just a real big sh- Super Shredder. Are you getting all the Big Figs? There's they're only releasing a few of them that are turtles like they, they've only released two big ones and they're, they're the Michelangelo and the Super Shredder. OK. Yeah, those are the only two right now. Let's hope they
1: stop at that. They won't. Uh, the, the, <laughs> they, uh, they're listening. They're they're listening to Shillheads. and They know, hey, that one guy, um, he'll buy anything we put out. Well, if, if, if you're listening, Funko, I'm not going to buy any more big figs. Pause pause you, to edit
0: in the laughter.
1: can we place uh taking bets i need to talk to my bookie yeah the
0: the the other funko thing that i got was the super shredder diamond edition from target uh it's it's bundled with a a t-shirt and retails for like 25 bucks and shredder is just black like he's solid black with like a glittery sparkle to him huh yeah, it's dumb, but it's cool. Like, it, as much as I like the color black and like wearing dark colors and whatnot, I wish everything I owned was dark and sparkly. You know, huh. it's, it's it's like a level of emo I can get on board with. Uh, should we do we would call you Twilight then. Yeah, why not? Why not? <laughs> dark and sparkly should
1: be my uh, my uh, Twitter. Your, name. That's your new Twitter name. A new right. Twitter name it's going to confuse so many people because you are not dark at all. (laughs) (laughs) Unless you are inside your heart. It's my soul. It's my soul. It's dark. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that does it for what's in Sergio's box. Does Jeff have anything? Um, I don't have anything Ninja Turtles related. um, But I do have something that has uh, been a long time coming and uh, it completes my collection. Uh, For you listeners out there, you may not know, I'm a big video game enthusiast and a huge Mega Man fan, and a company called RetroBit partnered with Capcom to release Mega Man The Wily Wars, uh, which came out on Genesis. We got it on the Sega channel here, Um, and it never got an official U.S. release, and this is the first time, and now this completes my entire console mega man collection i have all the nes games in box super nintendo games in box and now this and it's all complete and i feel fantastic
0: well congratulations Thank how much you. I, I said i would give you what 30 30 seconds for that was that 30 seconds i don't know yeah i don't know, I don't know. but it's not ninja turtles jeff it's not i even said it wasn't i know I, I know i'm happy i'm <laughs> happy congratulations i'm glad Thank you're you. happy you know what i'm happy with
1: uh, being dark and sparkly. <laughs> We're moving on to our next segment, Jeff. And now it's time for the news.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, it's it's news time. Uh, we have a lot of news. Uh, I'm I'm gonna throw new to throw it over to you, Jeff, because you're the one who organized all this news. It's all over the place. And and didn't you call it? I did. There
1: is a massive amount. So you wanna start with the big stuff first? Ooh. I'm gonna start with one big one and then we'll save the other big one for the end. Okay. And that way it's like it's like you can't just listen to the first part, folks. You gotta you gotta listen to all of it. I, I'm I'm curious as to what your what the big ones are. Yeah. Well, you know. I think it's pretty big. Okay. So, um, our first news uh, is that Master Splinter is joining the fight with the Turtles and April in Shredder's Revenge. I knew that's what you were going to go with first. I knew it!
0: <laughs> well, you should know me by now. I do. I do. Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. So, Cowabunga. Don't sound so excited. We know you don't like beat 'em ups I absolutely adore beat-em-ups. They're some of my favorite games to play. Um, or as you say, a money cruncher. Um, but I mean, we kind of had, I had a feeling that Splinter was going to be next because from the, you know, we watched the opening and it showed Splinter doing action and then April doing action. Um, so much love and care looks like it's been put poured into this game. Like these guys have watched every episode of the, the 87 cartoon period and there's just so many little hidden easter eggs and stuff that's in um just the footage that i saw like there was a punk frog standee there's a punk frog like soda machine i'm like oh man frog cola uh doesn't sound tasty at all but am i here for it there's freaking foot soldiers running the registers in the food court at the sushi and pizza places i'm like dude It just there's so much going on, but also, you know, Splinter looks to be just a beast in this game. And it's going to be great because we've never gotten to play as him apart from the Retro Palooza game. Yeah, yeah. Rescue Palooza. Sorry.
0: It's it's fine. It's like, again, I. Until I get my hands on it, I'm not going to actually believe in the game because. As any game goes. It doesn't matter how good it looks or how great it may seem. If it plays terribly, then it doesn't, nothing else matters. Uh, I'm not saying this is going to play terribly, but I always try to reserve judgment until I actually
1: have my hands on stuff. And I respect that, uh, that, that reasoning, but I'm, I'm going with the master splinters, uh, uh, intuition of I'm trusting my gut. Uh, <laughs> I have a good feeling about this. Um, we're, we're going to have a shell of a time playing it. So. Yep, yep. And we, we, once it, We don't have a date on that yet, do we? We do not. And I'm okay with that, because it you know, gives them time to work on it, polish it, make it good. Yeah. What's your next piece of news? The
0: last Ronin delay. Yeah, yeah. So what's the new date on that? Um, let's see here. Yeah, it was supposed to be... February. It has since been delayed till I believe March, like end of March. I swear I saw April, but yes, I'm that's... sorry. April sixth. April sixth. Okay. According to Previews World, who would be the best, you know, person to ask? Uh, April sixth. Yep. Not cool. Not cool.
1: Well, again, you know. Covid world, I mean, you know, they could be doing some revisions. They could be doing, you know, whatever. It takes time to get whatever, wherever, you know. I don't know. I, like, can I go into conspiracy
0: theory territory here, real quick? Sure. So, IDW is having no trouble publishing the regular, like, the ongoing Turtles book monthly.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. So, when it comes to printing and releasing books, that's not the bottleneck here. The bottleneck is the production of, you know, making the book, you know, doing the art, doing the scripting and doing and everything. Now, Tom Waltz and Kevin Eastman have worked together for years. Tom Waltz is historically on time like every single book. Mm-hmm. So is this is this an art issue? Is is the team that they have doing the art now taking forever?
1: Well, that's a good question.
0: And, th- of course, these are replacement artists. And the delays just keep piling on top of each other. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. It's, like, th- right now the Turtles books don't have... there's There's not, like, a second Turtle book that is feeding into the main narrative. Like, this is the only other Turtle book that they're actually creating. Yeah. So... It, it 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 taking this long is extremely surprising, but it is surprising, but you know when it's here, all of that'll be in the past, whatever yeah I'm ready for it to be here yeah um what's next?
1: uh a previews exclusive uh we're getting a some mir- original uh Mirage and last Ronin retro style lunch boxes. I don't like this at all. (laughs) Of course. No, you don't
0: (laughs) like I, I like swag. I like, you know, dumb things with Ninja Turtles on them. You know, these just, they seem very cheap. I mean, they're lunchboxes. I know. I know. I mean, come on, come on. And like the, 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 the like the, 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 the image that they have here from book one, is not the original cover from book book one. Mm -hmm. It's the like IDW reprint cover. Mm -hmm. And like the, the picture of shredder on the thermos is the, the recolored version. It's, it's just a little icky to me. I don't like it, (sighs) but Hey, like they're available through, through previews, which means you can get them at your local comic shop, which I strongly suggest you do. Yeah. To support your local
1: comic shops. It's fine. I mean, of course, we all know lunchboxes for you 80s and 90s kids, you know, stylized lunchboxes were everywhere. Mm -hmm. Everything got a lunchbox. I
0: have a few Ninja Turtles lunchboxes, like here.
1: I didn't really have a lot of lunchboxes growing up. Uh, What's next? Uh, Well, Playmates is back at it. Uh, We're getting... A four-pack sports turtle set. Okay,
0: okay, no, this is cool. Like, you know, we, we do give, you know, <laughs> give Playmates a lot of gruff for uh, re-releasing stuff. But, like, these literally haven't been in stores in, what, 25 years? Yeah. And, you know, it, yeah, at least. And I think I have a few of the, the 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 these turtles like some of the originals in a in a box somewhere.
1: I've I've got basketball Don.
0: Yeah. Uh. So what are we looking at here? Basketball Don, baseball Raphael.
1: Nope. Soccer Raph. Soccer Rap? Really? Yeah. Is football it? Football Leo and Extreme Sports Mike. No baseball. No base. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're you're right. That is soccer.
0: Raphael, that's weird.
1: And, of course, you can't pre-order on the website anymore.
0: Oh, they, they, I'm sure this will be available at the, through through uh, previews. Usually they are. It is a Target. Oh, it's a Target exclusive? Um,
1: that's it. Yep, that's right. Yep. It doesn't say exclusive in this news report, but the fact that they linked Target to it leads me to believe that it could be. Yeah. Well.
0: These are cool. These like they're dumb, of course. They're all dumb, but these are cool. I like them, uh, and I I do like the boxes they come in. The boxes like the the box that's shaped like a vehicle, like this 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 box is shaped like a uh like a van, almost like a bus. Like you're taking it to a, to a, a team taking a a bus to a sporting event. Yeah. So all the boxes they come in are cute, so... Well,
1: I, I do dig the box art. I mean, it's still the same, you know, pretty much the same thing. You know, they'll probably milk this as long as they can. <laughs>
0: yeah. And the thing is, is I think we had already reported that this was going to happen. We just didn't have any hard evidence that it was actually going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. You
1: know. All right.
0: I don't hate it. I don't hate it. What is next?
1: Uh... Remember how we talked about um, Nickelodeon All Stars and there was going to be an update for some new character for a new character? Yes, yes. And we we, 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 we talked it. about that last last episode. We did, but we didn't have confirmation until now. Uh, the Shredder is joining Nickelodeon All Stars, and he looks absolutely menacing. Like he he's looks, like he, the best looking character in that freaking game.
0: <laughs> he he looks like the uh, the Shredder from that Stern pinball NECA figure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I guess
1: what I'm saying is he looks right. Yeah. Um, I was like, can we just get another tournament fighter, you know, Smash Brothers style turtles game already, please? I'm telling you, man, that's 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 what this is going to turn into. God, that's I just we need yeah. it. Um, Smash Up Two. Yeah, yeah.
0: Team and T Smash Up Two, and instead of having like first, you of course you have. The four turtles and then their rogues gallery of like, you know, 10 enemies or whatever and good guys. Uh, And then as DLC, you release different versions of the turtles. So like the initial ones are all from the 87 cartoon and then like DLC is 2K3. Oh, that would be sweet. And then the second DLC set is the 2012 turtles.
1: You could label them as a multiverse pack. There you go. That multiverse yeah. is real hot right now. It is super hot. Um, th-
0: this news is cool. It's less cool because the game doesn't have all four turtles. I'm I'm gonna agree with you on that. Uh, it would be way cooler <laughs> if they already had the turtles. But hey, you know, you, I guess you, you you get what they give you.
1: Yeah, and I'm still not happy with how Michelangelo plays. Hmm. See my previous point about video games and them not playing well. Ah, uh, but this is, you know – all right, look. Dodo has a big, <laughs> has a nice, fat, baby budget. They didn't give <laughs> Nick All-Stars a very big budget. That's – so? That's uh, – N- Ninja, Tur- Ninja Turtles are owned by
0: Viacom. Viacom has enough money.
1: Yep, but they didn't put much into it.
0: Okay, okay, then that's their fault. <sighs> Apples and oranges.
1: Apples and oranges. <laughs> Mark my words, next? folks, Shredder's Revenge is going to be the hot new Turtles game everybody's going to want to play. We'll see. We'll see. What's next? Call my bookie right now. <laughs> um, some new Funko Soda Pop figures are coming, and they've already gone. <laughs> 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 By the time you hear this, they, will, they will were sold out yesterday.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, and, like, the thing is, is I don't – they're not – they're technically not new, at least not the figures. Uh, what it is is uh, a, a basically a six pack of these soda cans that have figures in them. Yeah. Uh, you you could have bought them on the Funko website, but that is but cool. they're sold out now. Yeah. Uh, they oh, came, they, yeah, they, they, like they came in this really cool like six pack vinyl holder thing or. I'm not even sure if it was vinyl. I don't know what it was. Let's like say cool,
1: like a little mini cooler tote thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. It's real cool. Yeah. Now, the turtles do look different. They're kind of glowy, neon, neon-esque with like some uh, accents of uh, shading in in spots. Yeah, they're a little different.
0: They look like they're the same molds, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm.
1: And I think it was like a hundred bucks. Yeah, and it's going for like two fifty and higher <laughs> on eBay already. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like a scalper, made, did. they only made
0: ten thousand of them. So, uh, all right, all right. Well, since no one can buy that, let's move on.
1: Um, I'm gonna let you take the. I'm gonna let you talk about the Turtle Eight thing. Okay. All right. So, pieces of
0: Turtles Eight. Uh, if, if you remember, uh, Turtles number eight, uh, is their crossover with uh, Cerebus Mm -hmm. and Dave Sim, the creator uh, of Cerebus has always retained the rights to reprint that issue. Ooh. Uh, Yeah. He's already announced that in 2023, which would be next year, uh, there's going to be a full remastering of turtles eight in the meantime, leading up to it. uh, He currently has a Kickstarter up, called Pieces of Turtles 8. And it's basically a behind the scenes book you can get uh that covers the remastering of number 8. Uh it's okay. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 not that expensive. It's like 25 bucks uh plus shipping. And it's only 16 pages. It's not the entire book. It's it's literally just pieces of Turtles number 8. Uh, but it's gonna give kind of a, a rundown of the the process of the remastering. Uh, there's there's also some cool uh, backer rewards you can check out. Um, needless to say, I backed it because I do. Uh, the cover is this cool like foil gold, like white with gold foil on the on the front. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the Kickstarter has ten more days. Uh, it currently is way over goal. His goal was only $500, which seemed very low. Uh, he's currently made 5,000. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's funded. So that's good. He's going to get his money. And then some, and then some, yeah, it's probably why he put the, it's, it's so low to make sure he got the money. Cause if it doesn't get funded, he doesn't get the money. Yeah. Um, but, Thirty five I think it's it's like twenty five plus shipping, which is like eight bucks. So you're talking thirty-three bucks for this weird one of a kind. Not gonna probably not gonna see stores. Oh yeah. Thing. Uh and and then of course, this is of course the backdoor announcement of lookout in twenty twenty three for the remastering of number eight. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So all you have to do is just—it'll be in the show notes how to how to find it. But otherwise, just Google "pieces of Turtles 8. it'll come right up. Yeah. Um, there is a piece of news that I don't see in our little list here. Okay. Um, that I don't know if I want to even bring attention to it because if we bring attention to it, it may cause someone to get uh get their hand slapped by um. Uh, by Nickelodeon
1: Ooh, don't do that well go ahead and tell me and we'll cut it no 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 well I'm gonna include it because it's cool and I just assume we're
0: not that popular so defoot.bigcartel.com <clears throat> is producing the Ronin figures oh yeah yeah uh They've they've been producing like turtles adjacent stuff for a, a while, so this isn't. They're probably not going to get takedown. You know, copyright takedown t- taken down. Nowhere on the packaging does it say Ninja Turtles. Nowhere does it say The Last Ronin. Uh, it, it's all heavily inspired by Ninja Turtles. Obviously inspired by Ninja Turtles. It's got the same font and same uh, header and and whatnot. Um. But it's not it's it's not an officially licensed figure. But if you go to, I'll again include a, a link. Right now it's sold out. But for a hundred and fifty to hundred and seventy five dollars, depending on the version you want to buy, uh, you can get a playmate original playmates figure inspired Last Ronin. Huh. Yeah. Um. But as I said, right now it's sold out. We'll see if he. Decides to do another. This isn't one that I I picked up because 150 is a, it's a little little bit much for for what is basically a playmates figure. Mm -hmm. But it comes carded in bubble like it, it's legit. So yeah, check it out. It's defoot.bigcartel.com.
1: Yeah, nice. Did you get a chance to see it? I did it. It looks really good, but that's a little uh a little out of my price range I want to spend on an action figure, but I get it, you know, it's just a dude making custom figures and that's that's a lengthy process. That is a yes, that is a very lengthy process.
0: Uh if if uh Rad Plastic taught us anything is that it's not easy making figures. No. Uh okay. Okay, now we can move on to the last big piece of news, Jeff
1: yes um we've got and, and the, the news literally just dropped today um announcing that i mean we'd already heard about it but it was like you know turtle mania is taking over 2023 um but we have a little bit more information um about uh the seth rogan um animated uh film um we get our first glimpse at concept art yeah and i was not expecting this um at all and for those of you who don't know um jeff fowler is the uh one in charge of uh doing this uh movie and he Mm -hmm. was the co-director and writer on mitchell's versus the machines if you haven't seen this film yet do yourself a favor. Go watch it on streaming. Go pick up the Blu-ray. Pick up the 4K. Whatever you got to do. How do you feel about this this concept art? I actually really like it. There's there's one thing that's really bugging me, and it's Donatello's giant tooth sticking out of his mouth and the glasses. That needs to go. No, I don't have a problem with him. I I don't want that. People need glasses, Jeff. Not. He's the mutant. He has perfect vision. Um, what? what? <laughs> that doesn't hold up to logic. I just – I don't – it's, <laughs> it's unnecessary. Um, Raph has the full head wrap. Now, again, this, this is concept art. This m- may not reflect the final product, but this yeah. kind of gives you a good idea. I am liking what I'm seeing so far. Yeah. Uh, the glasses don't bother me, like,
0: at all. The only thing about the glasses that might bother me is that uh, the, the, the you know, the the age old stereotype that, oh, nerds have glasses like I'm really tired of that. That bothers me. Yeah. One he of looks the times like doesn't like that, that, that's fine. Again, humans have glasses. No big deal.
1: He looks like Steve Urkel.
0: I also don't mind the tooth like he's a teenager. Teenagers have screwed up teeth, which leads me to one of my complaints here is why does leonardo have braces wait does he oh yeah i don't even see that in the concept art in the bottom picture like the concept art is two pictures and a logo
1: oh okay no well the only one i could uh, okay no that's right
0: yeah oh yeah no that is weird yeah yeah like who is there like a mutant orthodontist in in new york now not that i know of or or at Donatello he not only can make himself glasses but he can also do dentistry i i don't i don't get it
1: i mean that i don't like i mean like look they're teenagers yeah they're not your it, typical freaking teenagers though you know and i understand giving him giving a character braces to
0: to uh accentuate their childlike nature yeah but if it doesn't make logical sense to the world they're building, then don't do it, yeah, agreed, yeah, but again, concept art, who knows what it's actually gonna look like. I dig I mean, this,
1: we're what we're still a year away, so they could be throwing this out there right now, seeing what sticks, what doesn't, kinda like what they did with Sonic, yeah, that you know that's true, that's true, uh.
0: I don't know, man. I I really 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 like the art style here. It it I does have the my only two complaints are braces and and Raphael's mask. Like, yeah, I'm so tired of of turtles having full head covering masks. Yeah, I hate it. I, I've yeah. always hated it. i I still hate it. What I do give them credit for is
1: I don't see a tech backpack on Donatello. That is nice. That is nice. Although it does work in favor of Rise, um, they're a little—they're a little scrawny. I'd like to see them a little bit, you know, bit more teenagers. muscular. But again, they're—they're teenagers. They're, they're, they're teenagers, so we don't know where this fits in. How, you know, if they're going to do another origin story, which I hope they don't. We know where the freaking Turtles come from. It's a thirty-year-old <laughs> property. We don't need another freaking origin story. I kind of want another origin story.
2: No,
0: that's just does. me. Oh shit. yeah man. Yeah, and tweak it just enough to confuse everyone. That's 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 tradition. Eh. Eh. Yeah. Uh the the other chunks of news that came with this 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 art is that it has been confirmed that it comes out in 2023. Previously it was just kind of mentioned, you know, as as like a side piece in a in a news article. This was like the official announcement. Hey, it's coming in 2023. Also, there's going to be four movies on Paramount Plus that are say, villain based
1: or did villain say, centric? Do they say how many? I think it was 4. I never Well, well according to the the TNT Twitter, it just says a series of exclusive movies each yeah, on one villain and never before told tales. Maybe maybe I just filled in the
0: blank. Maybe. <laughs> uh I would imagine I mean, it's at least 3, I guess. Yeah. right how much is a series
1: it just depends yeah like paramount's making this big big you know ip push
0: yeah yeah they're trying to they're trying to sell that uh that streaming service so it makes sense
1: yeah i mean they're really trying to push back on you know disney plus so yeah Let's um that's what it feels like this is all cool uh, i don't know if i like the idea of a series
0: of movies on paramount plus yeah. Um, I to me that kind of cheapens the the Seth Rogen produced movie. Maybe no. you know it's it's kind of like kind of like uh, you know they release Boss Baby to, t- to 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 movie theaters and then six months later there's a Boss Baby TV show on Netflix. Yeah. And it just it just feels real. Ugh. ugh. Yeah. But I guess you know the more turtle stuff the better. Yeah, and I, I I find it very curious that this this was a lot of news and not a single mention of the Netflix rise movie.
1: It's upsetting, but it probably just means that they're hard, at, hard at work.
0: I don't know. Like, it, like this seems like news you would announce after that movie comes out. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't know. It, what if that movie gets canceled? Like what if the Rise movie is canceled and they just haven't announced it yet?
1: What if it moves from Netflix to Paramount Plus instead? Maybe that's Netflix why Netflix is quiet. already Netflix has already put like put money behind it. Have they? Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Like it, it better it, not. It wouldn't be even happening if it wasn't for Netflix. Well, it better not be canceled cuz I need more Rise. I need it now. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I, is that it for for news? Is that all we got out of that? Is is that we got what we got out of that uh announcement? That's a that's a that's a big fat spicy meatball of news. Agreed, agreed.
0: Or as or as the Twitter page said, big
1: ninja update. The big ninja update. <laughs> okay, okay. Somebody's a little too excited there. Uh, let's see. Okay. Well
0: that, that does it for news, which means it's time for our main topic, uh, before our main topic, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. All right, we're back. Uh, Jeff, are you ready? I'm ready, Sergio. Uh, as promised, we are diving back into the IDW comic. Uh, we're going to read issues – or we've we've read issues 37 through 40. Man, I was going to say this is going to be a long podcast. If we yeah, we're read just, just going to read it page page by page like, like you're all in preschool. <laughs> we're also going to read the first Ghostbusters micro – or not micro. The first Ghostbusters crossover, Ooh. which, as I mentioned before, is part of the IDW canon, so you can find it – Uh, In the like the the ultimate collection, like the big the big fat um, hardbacks that they're making to collect the the IDW books, the Ghostbusters books are in there like sequentially in, in, you know, where they fall in the story, which is really cool. Uh, Let's talk about number 37. We left off at the end of 36. uh, They teased a very important meetup. Uh, they, They teased the very first time. The IDW Krang and Shredder meet in person present day. Now, they had met before 300 years ago when when Shredder was the leader of the Foot Clan in ancient Japan. That's beside the point. This is modern Krang and modern Shredder realizing that they're both fighting for power and deciding we need to talk to each other to see if we either need to work together or if we are we are at, you know, at war as well. So this issue opens up with them on like basically a yacht. owned by Krang uh, shredder and Krang sit, literally sit down at the negotiating table and they're discussing their pasts and, and how, uh, shredder and Krang have, have kind of been foiling each other for years or at this point, you know, for, for a while. Um, uh, we see a scene where Kitsune reaches out to Alopex who has ban- she's kind of banished herself to the woods. Yeah. You know, now that she has betrayed the Shredder and Kitsune convinces her to kind of re-enter the fold, basically saying, "Hey, the war's not over. You need to come home." The 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 Shredder Krang conversation uh, continues and there's a really big like almost it's like a splash page slash um, clip show where both characters are talking about, here's how you foiled me in the past in this book. Here's what you need, and here's that time that Karai uh, destroyed a whole bunch of the ooze. Here's, you know, like it sums up the reason for this meeting really, really well. Yeah. In one page, or in it's like a two-page, like, splash. It's really good. Uh, They continue to talk, and Eventually, negotiations break down very, very badly, and Krang just murders the Shredder. Just at the table, just punches him in the chest so hard that it collapses and he dies. I was shocked. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Like, the shock value of that single frame is palpable. We very quickly find out that that wasn't the Shredder at all. Uh, That was just one of his uh, henchmen with a speaker in his helmet allowing the Shredder to speak through him. Mm -hmm. The Shredder ends up being one of the two foot soldiers that was there, uh, you know, accompanying the Shredder. So the Shredder's not dead. He was in disguise, and, you know, he had a – he pulled a Queen Amidala. Yeah. Then – all out like an all out battle breaks out on the the deck of this the, of this ship as the shredder is trying to escape. He is joined by Koya and Bludgeon, his his bird and shark uh, sidekicks or or I guess um, cronies. And then there's just then it's just action panel after action panel after action panel. It's it's like the writers and writer and artist of this book knew exactly what we wanted. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because eventually uh, Shredder's, Shredder's team starts sinking the ship, which brings upon the end of the battle, because there's really no way Shredder's team is going to win this without m- making the Krang uh, making Krang and his team escape, which is exactly what happens. Shredder is carried away uh, in the air via Koya uh, and Obviously, the Shredder and Krang will not be working together in this version of the turtles. No. Which, personally, I did not see coming. I did not either. Of course, you know I haven't read all these, so yeah. that was very refreshing. Yeah. When when this when this issue was pitched, like you know, when issue thirty six hinted, hey, these two are going to meet each other. Like the first, my first thought was, oh no. Like, is is this going to be like the original cartoon? Are they going to work together? Are the
1: turtles actually screwed here? Ooh, no, they weren't. Jeff, what do you think? I absolutely loved it. There, you know, of course, that you know, I I didn't know where they were going with this, you know, and so like you said, like this was it was it was refreshing to see him like, nope, we're we're not going down that road. Um, because when you look at how Krang is in this in this run in this, you know, Darth Vader looking freaking suit
2: <laughs>
1: um mixed with, you know, one of the ninjas from uh Mortal Kombat, uh, take your pick. Um uh, yep, yep. I'm gonna go for Scorpion. Scorpion um, Vader. Yeah, Scorpion Vader. And uh he he just doesn't seem like, you know, the type of being that would work well with others. Especially someone as power-hungry as the Shredder. Yeah. And, um, dude, I, I'm, I'm here for all of it. Like, this this was a, a another fantastic read. Um, the action beats were just so nice. And uh, I liked the Deception. I was like, oh, it, I'm really over here. I'm not over there. That's, that's Ninja Tricks. They're always... <laughs> and it just... They're always up to stuff like that. But it also plays to how smart... And just genius that the shredder is in this run.
0: Yeah. The art in this one was done by Corey Smith. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when you read through the IDW arc, you know, artists stand out. Like Mateus Santoloco stands out. Uh, Sophie Campbell stands out. Mm -hmm. Corey Smith is quietly one of the best. Oh, yeah. He doesn't do a whole bunch of books. Like, I think he I think he does this whole four issue run. And he does, you know, a few spot pickups here and there. But this book looks amazing.
1: He doesn't because Monteus does the others. Oh, he.
0: Oh, OK. So he just did this one. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, he just does spot pickups here and there. And it just looks great.
1: It's, it's really, really nice. so
0: good. It's really, really good. Yeah. So Uh, that's all I've got for that. That issue. No complaints whatsoever. Oh, none. You know, uh, let's jump over to issue 38. All right. All right. The issue opens uh, with the turtles returning from what looks to be some sort of training run and in their home underneath the uh, the church that they have they have taken over uh, is smart slash just kind of chilling there on the couch. A giant turtle sitting on their couch. Uh, they're obviously very worried about this because he was able to break their defenses. But as I said, he's smart slash. He's basically there to send a message that, uh, uh, ha old hob, uh, is summoning them. Say like, Hey, old hob needs, you know, once splinter to hold up his end of the bargain, I need you to meet here on this time at this date, whatever. And then he leaves. He's just there to deliver, to deliver the message, uh, cut to, Nobody and Harold, uh, who we established last run, uh, that nobody has or or that Angel has taken over basically an Iron Man suit that was created by Harold and is fighting crime on the streets. And Harold is monitoring her and getting all kinds of test data and whatnot, and they have a nice little uh, banter back and forth. Her as the, you know, sprightly, you know, young fighter and him as the curmudgeonly old man. Uh, that we see is continuing, uh, and they're they're making progress, so that's cool. Cut back to the turtles who are having a very heated discussion about what their next step should be. Uh, as we've established in the previous run, the you know, like like Krang and his his utrams are in the technodrome trying to complete the technodrome, uh, presumably to take over the world. Splinter feels that they should handle the 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 more local threat of the shredder because the shredder has basically put uh, a hit on all five of them and donatello is saying that's fantastic i'm not saying we shouldn't deal with the shredder but we need to deal with the with krang first because he is you know building a war machine and that's really where the uh the, the, the the crux of the argument is Splinter thinks they should do one thing. Donatello, the strategist, thinks they should do something else. Uh, And the other turtles are kind of torn between the two. Very torn between the two. Uh, Cut to Casey and April, who Casey shows – or April shows up its second time around, her parents' shop. Uh, Casey's there. He's recovering from some fighting that he did, and she just wails on him and basically says, uh, you're not going to get – like, continue doing this, you're not going to, you know, get beaten up, uh, I was able to heal my father from his, his stroke, but the ooze is gone, I can't heal you, and they just have a real touching moment, uh, and, and, and Casey doesn't really say that he's going to stop fighting, but he does accept her help, you know, uh, and, and agree that this is probably not the best life for him, um, Cut to the turtles meeting with old Hob. Old Hob is like, hey, we're starting a mutant war. You want to join? Uh, and he reveals his two newest mutants, Herman the Hermit Crab and the one and only Mondo Gecko. So that's cool. That's cool. The turtles finally get to meet some new mutants. Yeah. Um, and before they can actually fight old Hob and his new mutants, no pun intended. Uh, we cut away to Pigeon Pete, who has been tasked with getting more animals for them to mutate. And Pigeon Pete, being the the strategist that he is, <laughs> decides if I can get already mutated mutants, then that takes a you know that that removes a step. Yeah. Do you guys want to join our gang? And he's talking to Bebop and Rocksteady. Oof. To be continued. So much happened in this issue, and all of it is so fruitful for the story. What did you think, Jeff? It's
1: it's just another cracker, you know. It's just uh, – I don't even know where to begin. <laughs> I really don't. Like, the stories in these these books are so strong, and it's just – it's some of the best stuff I've ever read. And I look forward to every time we do these. We need to move up IDW in the schedule. <laughs> so I've keep already going. done that. I've already done it twice. Oh good. Do it yeah. thrice. Um, do it thrice. Okay. um. I I really liked the, the 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 we've seen it before but we haven't seen it kind of on this level of the um uh, the family dynamic of, you know, just that struggle, like, hey, I don't agree with that. Hey, we need to do this instead. And it's really it's really refreshing to see that, um, in the in in this in this issue with Don not agreeing with with, with Splinter, and then just it kind of like tears the family apart a little bit for a while. Yeah, yeah, it, and you're refreshing is the right word
0: because these types of things we've never seen it outside of Raphael is mad and Leonardo's the leader and they always fight. We don't ever see. Deep, meaningful conversations between the turtles. Typically, it's the turtles are caught up in someone else's drama and they have to fix it. Yeah. That's your typical turtle story. This is very much inter-family squabbling that Mm. is very important to the overall stories that they're telling. So refreshing is exactly how I would uh, word that. Good. Um. Outside of the turtle stuff like like the 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 nobody stuff the 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 Casey and April stuff like th- that's just kind of a check in you know yeah. i and and I think that a, a, these issues probably read better as a graphic novel or as as a trade because you know a two page check-in on April and Casey once a month is tough to remember and digest but you read this in a trade and you have you know more context on both ends of this it's probably better yeah uh that's not saying this is bad it's just it's it's you know you i would i kind of want four or five or six pages to explain what's going on with april and casey but they don't have they don't have the luxury of that type of uh space in one book right uh i love mondo i love the design of mondo
1: I do too um I, I i really dig that um one thing that i I continue to dig is I like smart slash mm mm-hmm. and I love kind of that like you know buddy uh like he at in all intents and purposes, he is like the fifth brother, okay, all right, I mean, I kind of get that feeling, especially how he gravitates towards Mikey, yeah you know and that kind of that like hey buddy you doing okay you know i just i like that dynamic you know i like that he's not fully he's kind of like anti-hero or whatever you know yeah i have a lot of opinions on the
0: different versions of slash we should probably do a spotlight soon on him because yeah we'll talk about that when we talk about slash yeah this version isn't bad i i just feel like all most versions of Slash are very misguided. Um, yeah, I meet Herman. It can go either way on Herman. The, it's it, he's he's cute because he's a he's a hermit crab. And, you know, they, they got all these 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 animals from a pet store. But yeah, the like the thought that he keeps a giant trash can as his shell. Like that's the most impractical shell he could possibly have.
1: Well, I mean, you think about it. Those things are really super freaking durable. I know, but ha- like how and he is he literally ha- hide like, in any alley. Right, but he can't go inside. Well, no. I mean he could take off the
0: dumpster. Yeah, like that's the thing, like it's 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 great for combat. It has guns and stuff in it, but the practicality of him just hanging out with the group while attached to a dumpster doesn't really work. It doesn't. But you know, whatever. It's a comic book. I shouldn't be paying this much attention to that. Well, this is this is you. So yeah, yeah. Uh, what else you got to that? Okay, number what number? Number thirty nine. Uh, so the issue kicks off with Bebop and Rocksteady having a conversation with each other about whether or not they should go out, go with their plan to uh, basically. Follow Pigeon Pete and see what's going on with this group of mutants, because them doing this is kind of they're part of the foot clan, like they're they're dedicated to the foot. They're dedicated to Karai and Shredder and them, you know, even talking to Hob could be seen as, you know, controversial. Yeah. But they decide to do it because if they are successful and they can, you know, either take out some enemies or gain some some uh, some friends, they see that as a plus. Uh, the turtles are making breakfast or Mikey is making breakfast and he's wearing a chef cost, or a chef outfit. It's adorable. It is. It's, it is adorable. Uh, they reveal here that Donatello is left. Um, he, he has gone to Harold's house or Harold's, you know, building to talk to him about the transport or the transmat thing, the, the teleporter and also ends up just going off. Because you know he has so much built up frustration from his family not just inherently agreeing with what he thinks is the logical choice uh, to, to 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 go after Krang and and, and the Utrams. He pulled a he pulled a raft. He really did pull a raft. Um, but he he gets there. He blows up. Uh, Angel has to calm him down because she hangs out there now because <laughs> she's nobody. And they. After talking to or after receiving a message from the fugitoid, uh, basically with some more schematics on finishing the teleporter, Harold says, "Why don't you go work on Metalhead? Like that's that's where I need your help." And so, the the last the last shot of Donnie in this book is him going to work on Metalhead, which is cool, you know, get yeah. his mind off of the the conflict that's that that he's going through right now. Cut back to April and Casey. Casey is. Uh, basically living with april's parents uh, and he ends up showing a natural aptitude to repairing things um, which is kind of a nod back to the original mirage book because in the mirage book he becomes a handyman at uh, at the apartment building that april is living at so this this kind of you know leans into that uh then we see angel in a in a In an alleyway, she is approached by the now returned Alopex, uh, who has basically said, you know what? I want to work with you. And they agree to become a crime fighting duo in the streets of New York. Alopex and nobody. It's kind of cool. That's 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 real cool. Two of the coolest characters teaming up. Mm hmm. Uh, Then cut to Hob and the Turtles uh, and their discussion. Uh, And they're still, you know, talking through the details of how to build this mutant army. Uh, And Pigeon Pete walks in with Bebop and Rocksteady. And it does not take very long for an all-out brawl to break out. Uh, We get to see some cool action shots of Slash uh, fighting the other, you know, these two brutes. Because that's what Bebop and Rocksteady are. They're, they're, They're giant brutes who are basically bulletproof and the the turtles are are they're very hesitant to to even engage because it's is is it their fight is it not their fight that they don't know you know and both alopex and nobody are there as if they're going to you know be joining the 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 fight soon enough and the end of the book is basically april and uh harold saying hey you're your ninja buddies are in trouble. <laughs> you should probably go join them, Donatello. And Donatello's like, nah, bro. I got more important things to do. Oof. Yeah. Tough.
1: Very tough. Very tough. Um, what'd you think? I'm not going to have anything bad to say. I just, I just, I don't. <laughs> I just don't. Um, again, like these, these books just get their hooks in you and reel you in like you cannot stop reading it. And again, I I don't I can't remember the last time I've read books that have hooked me this deep. Yeah. Yeah. Like the writing is so good and that's a testament to these books. And if you, you know, if you're not reading these, you need to freaking start. Yeah. Yeah. Like I I feel like the overall theme
0: of this this arc of books is everything is kind of building up to an all-out war. Yeah. And everyone is against everyone. Factions are breaking out. There's uneasy alliances being made. And I'm not going to say nothing really happened in these past two books because a few things happened. But ultimately, it's this is all build up to what's coming. Yeah. Which we need. You know, we do need some books to tell us tell us some backstory on on the big stuff.
1: Yeah. Uh, And it's it. You know, it's refreshing to see. um, That's 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 our that's our big word of the the episode, folks. Um, Donatello being Raphael. Donatello being Raphael. Yeah, yeah. Just completely unhinged.
0: You know. It, but unhinged in his own way because he's not taking it out on anyone violently. He's not breaking things. He's not, you know, he's not even really being irrational. Yeah. He's just acting out of character. Yeah. You know, and and him and and like him refusing to go fight with his brothers, like that's a line in the sand that he has crossed. Yeah. You know, whatever he had in his mind is now he's making it real. Mm -hmm. And I I, it's 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 a scary prospect to to read that at the end of a month
1: and have to wait a month to see what what comes of it. Oh yeah. I'm I'm glad I'm being able to, you know, read them the way that I am. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of having to wait, so you know, that that anxiety has taken off my shoulders. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um well, do you have anything else for 39? Yeah, Michelangelo cooking eggs. Um I don't know if he's done this in any other uh, of the comics, but I know he did in, you know, the two K three series. Uh, all right, well, let's, let's move on to 40. Like this is going to be the end of the,
0: the, 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 the the main book that, that, the, you know, that we've read. Um, so this one, this issue picks up right where the previous one left off, um, in the middle of the bebop and rocksteady battle with Hob and the turtles. And the, 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 the turtles are full on in the fight at this point. Um, We get to see a lot of the the weaponry that that Herman has in his in his little dumpster. We see a lot of really good action shots, most of them showing off exactly how like indestructible and 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 intimidating Bebop and Rocksteady truly are. Oh, yeah. Um, We get a scene with April's dad and Casey where they continue to work on things uh, around second time around, including like toasters and whatnot, putting up shelves. Uh, and it ends with April's dad officially offering a job at second time around, Mm -hmm. you know, as, as kind of a handyman slash, uh, uh, slash security guard cut back to the fight. And the, 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 everyone is getting trounced by bebop and rocksteady, uh, Alopex and nobody join the fight, and everything they bring to it is really cool. There's this one there's this one shot, a one really, really dynamic shot where Bebop uppercuts nobody, knocking her like three blocks over through the air, right? Yeah. A normal human being would hit the ground and die. She uses the the like the gauntlets that are in her suit to cushion her landing. Yeah. And it's so cool. It's pretty freaking epic. So cool. Uh, the turtles continue to fight at, at 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 one point. Raphael and Alopex are thrown into a, a pigeon coop. And the hey, Raphael digs foxes narrative is hinted at. Yeah, because this wouldn't be the first time he's dug foxes. Right. Uh, so there's that. We'll get to that way in the future, but there's that. There's planting the seeds. Uh, Herman is fighting uh, Mondo and Master Splinter, the two most ill-prepared people to fight in this, or or ill-equipped people to fight in this fight, uh, decide, you know what? We're not going to beat them head on. We're not going to beat them with brute strength. We've got to have another plan. Uh, And it's mainly Splinter convincing Mondo of this. Well... Uh, The plan was to basically distract the the two brutes while Mondo uses his his uh, blending ability because he is a chameleon to cut down an electric wire and shock both of them. He's technically a gecko. That's true, which, of course, doesn't kill them. It just stuns them long enough to to knock them down. Uh, And the battle continues. I mean, the battle goes pretty much the entire book. Until the very end, when Herman uses his firepower to drop a building on Bebop and Rocksteady. Yeah, because that's what it's going to take to stop them. Yeah, you're not going to. The thing is, you're not going to kill them. You can only stop them, and you can't stop them permanently. You're just going to slow them down. Yeah. So they get up and they're walking away and they're just like, oh, oh, oh you know, oh, looks like they got away. Oh, oh well. And then the epilogue, the one-page epilogue, is the. Most bonkers page in this book. Yeah, it is Donatello controlling Metalhead remotely as Metalhead approaches the Shredder, Karai, two of his elite guard, Koya and Bludgeon, because he like he basically wants to talk to the Shredder, but he's not going to go in person, and his 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 wording is. Let's see the fate of the world depends on the foot clan, so basically, w- what they're hinting at here is that my family's not going to help me with this, but I know that the shredder is powerful and has an army behind him, and his like his uh his needs align with my needs, so I need to talk to him into be- you know creating an alliance.
1: yeah, Wow, absolutely wow. What did you think, Jeff? Just jaw dropping. Like not only that's that that ending panel, um, but to take Bebop and Rocksteady from two morons and turn them into they're still morons, but it's they're you know, dang near unstoppable. And again, that's refreshing. That's it is a secret word, folks. I love this Bebop and Rocksteady. Mm.
0: So, man, and and Donatello completely going off the rails like this is unexpected, but I love it so much. I do, too. I, I because... love the infighting. I, lo- I love the drama. I love it. I love it so much. OK. Next up is the Teenage Ninja Turtles Ghostbusters crossover. Uh, this was announced and released in 2014 uh, at the t- you know, IDW, of course, had the publishing rights to both of these properties. So getting it together was, you know, it, it wasn't a huge task, you know, yeah. um, I personally have I'm not familiar with the, the Ghostbusters comics at all. Mm. Uh, and this is a crossover between the Ghostbusters comics and the Turtles comics, very specifically the IDW comics. And that does come up during the story at some point, uh, but I think it's it's really it, it's really appropriate that this is the
1: week that we're covering this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. So for those of you who may not know, um, we suddenly lost uh, Ghostbusters director Ivan Reitman. He just recently passed away. Um it's it's a shock to the entire community um Ghostbusters has been had a huge impact on my life since I was a kid um and uh I'm just glad that he was able to make Ghostbusters Afterlife with his son so you know to see that be a big success and uh it's just it's a huge loss but you know this has been therapeutic um because I'm such a big fan and getting to read these was just an Absolute joy, which is something that Ivan brought to everyone, which was joy and laughter through you know his many films that he um, directed um, and had a hand in besides Ghostbusters. So if you're a fan, go seek out his movies. They're good stuff and have a laugh on him. One of the one of the comedy greats.
0: <sighs> well, the uneasy transition to talking about a comic book. Let's uh, let's let's try that now. So kicking off the issue, we get kind of a backstory uh, on the Pantheon. Uh, it's it's not something that we've dived very deep into yet in the, the the Turtles books. But basically what we need to know about it is explained in the first two or three pages of this one. Uh, and the Pantheon includes uh, the villains Kitsune, the Rat King, and uh, this new character that we meet in this book called Chi Yu. Is, is that how you pronounce that? It sounds right. Yeah, I, I I don't know of another way to say that. So Chi Yu, uh, the main villain in in this crossover, we learn is the brother of Kitsune and the Rat King. Uh, one of one of their many siblings, all of which are you know ancient immortal beings uh, that just kind of live amongst and uh, live amongst humans and kind of play a little you know game with them. The turtles, um, they're visiting Harold. Uh, apparently, this is supposed to take place after the last issue, so I guess we're to assume that it happens after Donatello reaches out to the Shredder. Mm. That's not really hammered out real hard here. It's technically in continuity, but it doesn't say here, you know, what what issue it follows. But basically, Donatello has called his family. Casey and April to Harold's uh, workshop to show them the teleportation device that is now complete. They use it to try to teleport back home to Master Splinter to be like, hey, surprise, teleporter works, and then just go right back to where Harold uh, is. Uh, It, as expected, glitches, and they end up in an alternate version of New York City. Uh, Conveniently, the one that houses the Ghostbusters. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Ghostbusters are there busting a ghost uh, and, you know, it's then established, you know, what they do, all these characters and whatnot. Uh, And the anomaly of the turtles jumping from one dimension to another is detected by the Ghostbusters. So they, of course, drop what they're doing and head towards the anomaly. The turtles, having tried to uh, teleport back to their home, which is the old abandoned church that they live in, actually teleported to an active church in the version – or in the version of New York that they actually landed in. And so they land basically in a wedding uh, that's happening, so fun for that. As soon as they get there, they're joined by Chi-Yu. The Pantheon member. Yeah, so he was – so Kitsune threw him through a portal in the beginning of the thing, and I guess where he landed was in Ghostbusters land? Apparently. That's that's what it seems like. Um, And so we meet him, and they have to fight him. He doesn't speak English. He also doesn't speak Japanese. He's speaking something. And so the turtles go immediately into fight mode in the middle of this church. Uh, they can't really hurt Chi-Yu because he, he's a he's a specter uh, of some sort. Uh, he then uses his powers to zombify the people in the actual church, one of which is Casey Jones. Uh, and the the issue closes out with the Ghostbusters walking in, going, "What's going on? What are these Kung Fu Martians?" Yeah. To be continued. So, so action and and ultimately the reason to get all these characters in the same room. What would you think of issue one? And what nuggets
1: do you have? I know you got nuggets. These these four issues are so full of nuggets. Um, first my thoughts, absolutely freaking fantastic. Like you, you've got the personalities of Ghostbusters and the Turtles that just are just you know on on par. You know, um, cause they're all of kind of like the same, not almost the same type of characters, but, um, you know, it, it, it all works very well, but we haven't gotten deep into that just yet. Uh, let's go into the nugget. Okay. When they, when the turtles are, uh, appear inside the church, some, some familiar faces pop up, um. Irma's getting married. Uh, (laughs) To Howie. Someone who looks
0: like Irma is marrying someone who looks like Howie.
1: I mean, dude. (laughs) You're not wrong. You're not wrong. There's no coincidence there. Like it feels like they're in, you know, the eighty seven timeline. There's probably turtles somewhere in there. Um and then on Howie's side you've got Vern and Byrne. Yep. as you know his men of honor and i think <laughs> ronald reagan's in there somewhere i don't know like yeah, they I, I didn't catch that but yeah that does look like vernon Byrne. yeah um and then donatello is holding a device that suspicious suspiciously looks like the communicator device from the 87 cartoon that shredder yes, had the, talking to. Car- sh- yeah the shredder communicator which is
0: weird yeah very weird yeah What else you got? I know
1: you got more. I think that's it for this issue one. Yeah, because there's not we don't get into we're not in the firehouse yet. Oh, the firehouse is a bunch. A ton.
0: Um, Yeah. yeah, So so I guess my opinion, like I'm never a huge fan of crossovers. Uh, They're just usually they're just really messy. You know, and and you they have to do a lot of propping up of of things to for, to to make things work. This one's is pretty seamless. You know, it's, the turtles have like the their their lore deals in dimension hopping anyway, and in the IDW continuity, there's a teleporter. So like this, it makes sense for this to be shoehorned in in here. So it's completely forgivable. You know. Yeah. Uh, I. What I find really interesting is the main thing that ties this to the continuity of the IDW comic is Chi Yu. Him being a member of the Pantheon is a big deal. It's pretty freaking huge. Um, Like they could totally do this story without Chi Yu and it be, you know, they'd be able to just lift it right out without anyone noticing. Yeah. You know, but no, they chose to to include Kitsune and, and, and Krang and all these just so they can keep it in continuity, which is cool. I appreciate that a lot. When, when when we talk about The Last Ronin, when we end up talking about The Last Ronin, you will see how much I appreciate it when things are in continuity. OK, okay. Um this issue does a really good job of just laying the groundwork. I don't know if I like the art on the Ghostbusters side of things. It's very
1: stylistic. I mean, I, I kind of dig it. Um, I mean, I, I really dig the art in all of this, and some of it's kind of exaggerated, like the the lips on, like, Janine. It's just kind of like that weird, like, almost duck face type, you know. Um, it is a little unusual, but I, I, I don't know. I still
0: dig it. You know, it's it stylized is a really good way to put it. Like everything is extremely exaggerated. Yeah. And it it it, it does take some getting used to when reading it. And maybe and I, that might be the artist who always does Ghostbusters. So I think so. So it's not weird coming at it from that direction, but from the turtles direction, it's like, can this dude draw draw people? Like, is, yeah. is he drawing people right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe what is it? Uh, Let's see. Is it Dan show, showing, show, showing? Showing? Shwing? No, that's not his name. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, Dan Showing.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Well, uh, let's move on to issue two. Okay, so as usual, issue two picks up right where issue one left off. Uh, the And the Ghostbusters are finally there to battle Chi Yu. Uh, or try to contain and trap him. They turn on their let me t- let me make sure I get this right their proton packs yeah uh, and they hit him with the streams and he's like whoa this hurts and he he leaves like he he escapes and and at, at that point the Ghostbusters are like okay um that was weird what what are these green dudes in this room uh, they then you know talk through it and they decide well they're they. they clearly aren't ghosts because these ghost signal is, is, uh, is shrinking as the ghosts run away. So they have to be, you know, of this world, but why are they green? Are they aliens? And the turtles are like, no. And they finally, you know, actually talk to them and April introduces everybody. Uh, and it's, they, they become fast friends once they realize they're, they're, they're not enemies. Uh, and, very specifically, Donatello becomes fast friends with, uh, let's see, who's it? Stance and Egon. Yeah. Yeah, Ray and Egon. Because, of course, they're the smart ones. Mm-hmm. Um, they decide, let's take this back to our hideout or whatever after uh, Donatello explains what happened and how they got there and even shows them a blueprint of the of the teleportation, the, the teleporter that they used to get there. And, of course, uh, Ray is, 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 he's, he's, he's impressed. So they take him back to the, to, to the firehouse. But before we get to the firehouse, we catch up with Chi Yu and he's kind of talking through what's going on. And he, he realizes that the people that he possessed, possessed are old, useless people. The only person he possessed in, in, in the, the church was, that, that was actually strong and useful was Casey Jones. So we decide, you know what? I'm going to free all these other people. Let's focus on you strong man. And then we cut back to the turtles and the ghostbusters who are now in the firehouse. Uh, the turtles fully enjoying the, <laughs> the quirks and, and, and features of the firehouse with Mikey playing with Slimer and Donatello playing with technology. Uh, Winston and, Leonardo kind of have a buddy buddy moment, realizing they're both they're, they're both kind of the calm dudes who, not necessarily are, like Winston's not in charge, but he does understand you know the the you know the the the, the warrior aspect of this. Uh, even Janine and April have a moment where they're just kind of chatting, and then there's some girl that I don't know. I guess she's from the comics.
1: Uh, I believe um, what's her name, Kylie. Yeah. I believe she is from the Extreme Ghostbusters.
0: Uh, okay. So, so you know, they're talking through ideas of how to how to catch this Chiyu guy and how to get home. That's that's that that that's that's the goal here. Uh, Yu has decided. Well, the the guy I possessed that's strong is a hockey player, so I'm going to find more hockey players and I'll just have an army of zombie hockey players. He does this. And he has he creates demons. He, he he's basically building his army, you know. But Casey Jones is, you know, being a strong willed individual is not completely under. You know, he's he's not completely zombified uh, after more chatting with the turtles. Uh, they decide we need to build a transporter. And the very last <laughs> the last scene or the last panel is Donatello holding a proton pack and he looks thrilled. Oh yeah, I would be too. Yeah. Looks very thrilled to be doing that. Uh,
1: what you got for issue two? Do you want me to jump into all the Easter eggs? Cause there's yes. a ton.
0: Do it. Do it.
1: Okay. That's so quick though, when we, when we get into the, the, the firehouse, uh, you look with, with Donatello wearing uh, the same, Helmet that um I think it was named. root moranis was wearing in the first film, and he's playing with the ghost sniffer. He's like, what does this thing do? It, it's technical. <laughs> um And then on one of the monitors, you have to, you really have to zoom in. So if you have digital copies of this, this is the best way to do it, or a magnifying glass if you have, you know, physical. <laughs> Under underneath Donatello's elbow is another monitor, and it's get energy from eating pizza. I think it says that. It's from the the original NES game. It's really hard to see un- unless you zoom in. Oh um, wow. Okay,
0: no, actually, yeah, that's a tiny screenshot of the original NES game. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then the panel below it, where uh, Don, t- uh, Mikey is tapping on the the uh, containment unit that has Slimer in it. Over his shoulder is another monitor that has Turtles Four. turtles in time screenshot there um again (laughs) very tiny like i you know sitting here just trying to notice other stuff in other panels and i was like wait let me go back and see how much i missed so there's stuff all throughout the firehouse um let's see there's not as much more i don't think in this issue oh um, one where the panel where April and Janine and Kylie, uh, which she is the same, it's the same character from Extreme Ghostbusters, which was, uh, the second animated series they did. There's, uh, the Turtles arcade cabinet behind her shoulder. Wow. That's on page 19. I
0: like that kind of breaks the fiction for me. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah. Well, there's, <laughs> there, oh, there's, oh, oh, wait, there's, but wait, there's more way more, but that's, that's all there is that I can find in this, in this issue.
0: Yeah. Uh, don't, Tony, ugh. I don't like that at all.
1: Uh, I don't like too it bad. at all,
0: Jeff. Too bad. Too bad. <laughs> why, why isn't Winston saying, Hey, are you the green guys from that video game in our, in our firehouse?
1: Uh, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, uh-huh. and there's, there's Ghostbusters 2 merch all in there too, like balloons and mugs. Hmm. Hmm. Well, it's fine. Again, again the, like
0: I'm not gonna say this is a master class in uh, crossovers, because you know, the, it's fine. Um, pretty freaking good. It is. It is good though. I I do like that that the turtles are kind of or the characters are gravitating towards the characters that you know fit their their personality the most. Yeah. That that's fun um Raphael basically saying, "Oh, so so you have two smart guys?" Oh man. Yeah. Um but there is a lot of really good character moments in this issue. I'll give Very it that. Good. Very good. Yeah. I don't know if I'm a fan of all the chi-yu stuff. Like it 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 seems like they're adding a lot of narrative to what's basically a spectre, you know. Mhm. And and they're, they're 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 kind of propping up his uh his villainy with, oh, he has the, he has the ability to, to, to possess people because we need to give the turtles something to do. Well, I mean,
1: possession Ghostbusters is... Ghostbusters are busting ghosts. Well, possession is kind of big, you know, yeah. in, in Ghostbusters. I guess. Why do they have to be zombies, though? They're like, more like ghouls. I don't know. I don't know.
0: It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Like, I'm not the hugest Ghostbusters guy. Like, I like Ghostbusters, but I'm not, you know... I'm not spusters ride or die or anything.
1: I am all in. So, uh, are we ready to move to issue three? Yes. Okay. And that is a nugget buffet. Issue starts, uh, the whole gang, all eight of them,
0: uh, have decided to go approach where they've detected, you know, Chiyu to be, to be at. And finally the turtles get to use the proton packs, or at least Donatello does. He gets there and misses completely, of course, because he's never used one. Uh, And she is like, ha 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 ha, you're pathetic. Uh, He he then refers to all of his his minions as thralls. So I guess that's a thing. I'd never heard that word before. Uh, During the battle, uh, they learn some key some key things. One, uh, that as long as he has an army of thralls, he is not affected or 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 it 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 lessens the effect of the proton streams. And basically, like any good video game, you've got to take out the minions before you can take out the final boss, right? Yeah. So yeah, so 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 basically this this whole first battle is just a fact-finding a fact-finding mission to figure out how to beat this guy, right? Uh they fight and they fight and then Winston was able to get the drop on him by by basically hitting him with a trap from behind, Um, but he was then attacked by Casey, and Casey whispers in in his ear, hey, you can't win without basically taking all of his minions out. So that's what they learned, and so because Winston was able to get the drop on him from behind, Chiyu then uh, escapes again and says, uh, this is the second time you've caught me unaware. Next time you see me, you will regret it. And basically saying it's not going to happen a third time. Uh, The Turtles and the Ghostbusters then regroup uh, back at the firehouse. uh, And they figure out, hey, we have these, you know, these things that. Basically rigs that they're able to use against. Ghosts in hand to hand combat. Mm -hmm. And they put those on the Turtles in order to fight the thralls and get. And basically un uh, unpossess the thralls. Chi Yu is very upset with Casey because Casey will not behave. He will not just be possessed like all of his uh, uh, all of his counterparts. Uh, the turtles and the Ghostbusters then arrive, better prepared to fight Chi Yu and his uh, his thralls. Uh, this time with the hand to hand combat proton thingies, and they're basically able to. Suck the ghosts out and let the people who have been possessed run away. Casey then shows up with basically
1: as a ooze monster out of the ground. Oh, no, 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 no. He uh, what is. Th- no, no. You ate him. Page 13. She ate him.
0: Yeah, Oh, he did. Yeah, that doesn't explain anything.
1: Nope. That doesn't help me at all. That only makes this more confusing, Jeff. It's very confusing because he he harks him out like a, uh, a demonic loogie. That's what that is. Yeah. Uh, okay. Ugh.
0: All right. All right. So Casey is now like a, basically a, a, a knight of the Chiyu and is, is just beating the crap out of Turtles left and right. Venkman then pulls out a cannon, like a ghost killing cannon, and he and he shoots it right at Chi Yu. Chi Yu's uh, spectral essence is spread out amongst the area, and the turtles are like, "Dude, why didn't you pull that out sooner?" And he's like, "Well, because it's not really a, it doesn't solve the problem. It just spreads the problem out." Yeah, uh, yeah. So they're, they're able to get out of that fight and save Casey. Uh, which is good. Uh, Raphael was able to use a little hand to hand proton thing on him. And they're able to escape and get back to the uh, back to the firehouse where they're, they're still trying to figure out what to do. And. At the end, Chiyu declares we are now at war. Yeah, <sighs> this this issue's kind of exhausting. Uh, I'm here for the entire ride. Because there's what one there's two different battles. There's two or three different scenes in the firehouse like we learn a lot. Not all of it makes sense here. Here's where the story kind of goes a little cattywampus for me. Mm -hmm. Cattywampus. Is that a word people still use? Sure, I guess.
1: Or askew,
0: maybe. What did you
1: think, Jeff? look man like i just looked at this as like another episode of ghostbusters or something you know cartoon or whatever like i'm hearing all the voices hearing all the turtles voices you know um just it it fits in line with i watch with like something you would see in in the real ghostbusters cartoon okay that structure is 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 there um uh you know, with with other elements and stuff, of course, you know, well, they, they had freaky stuff on that show that creeped you out as a kid if you hadn't seen it. But um, it just kind of fits right in, you know, with with all of that. Um, the 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 unexplained because there's a lot of stuff that just doesn't get explained. Like, how does Casey turn into like super demonic super Casey by being ingested and then harked out like a loogie? um i don't know but you know what it it's supernatural you don't have to understand it
0: no i hate i really hate that explanation you're donatello
1: you're donatello in this regard like
0: it's 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 like trying to follow the like the logic of harry potter you can't just wave your hand and say magic just to you know fill
1: plot holes Apparently they can if you have a wand. Yeah,
0: I mm, uh, That's that's very unsatisfying. Magic. No, it's, it's a ghost you? thing. It's don't worry about it, bro. It's a ghost thing. It's mystic. It's crazy. It's weird. Mm. And and, and, and maybe maybe it's just my, oh my God, I don't care enough about Ghostbusters
1: for this to really resonate with me, I think. Yeah. I think a part of the appeal of Ghostbusters is anybody can be a Ghostbuster. And that's a part of the broader appeal of of the legacy of that franchise.
0: Yeah, yeah. What what kind of...
1: You would well, be a very grumpy Ghostbuster. I, but, yes, you know. I absolutely. I would be Winston. He's not that grumpy, though. Bankman's more grumpy. That's true. Uh,
0: don't t- I'm not Bankman. <laughs> don't tell me that. what nuggets do you have
1: there's so many so many so let me go to my page here um on page 11 nope nope we'll go back you got all the stuff up on this wall and it's again like i i i don't understand why it's here it does kind of throw it off like like for you it does throw it off a little bit for me like they have a a a picture uh there's an image of the the nes ninja turtles game again and then there's a picture of the game boy game and then there's a picture of the technodrome with from the nes game and the them you know fighting the technodrome and then there's a scrap of the newspaper ninja rap is born i'm like how are you not understanding what these are yeah. It's not it's there for background stuff and it's not meant to be cuz it's so tiny and they even have an ad for the 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 movie from the original film um all up on this you know big whiteboard. Um we're not meant to know about any of that stuff. But now it's starting to kind of drive me a little crazy. Mhm. As it should, Jeff, a little bit. Not as bad as you, but a little bit. Um and then we get um let's see here. When uh when Casey wakes up on one of the the shelves on the wall, there's the time scepter on page twenty-four. Right above his head. <laughs> from yep. the third the third from the third movie. Oh I see it. I see it. Like <laughs> you know what? Oh, uh and then on page 25 over over uh to the left of winston it looks like he's watching the 80s cartoon but it's like a military turtle i don't know it's really weird looking and there's like some like and more more billboard stuff or a uh, court board stuff like there's like a real ghostbusters id card there's a free pizza flyer, and to the left of that is Baxter Stockman from the cartoon. <laughs> and the weirdest thing, Operation Blue Line reference. What's Operation Blue Line? That is a it was an instructional I think hang on, let me see. Operation Blue Line was a promotional video released by Four Family Home Entertainment and sponsored by the Regional Transportation District to let kids know about the alternative travel methods such as railroads. Oh, what? That is such a deep cut. It's a very deep cut. Wow. What, what? Yeah. Wow. Leave it to me. Oh, yeah. Just sniff that out. Hmm. It does
0: look like on page twenty-five, yeah, on twenty-five, there is a um, a photograph of a trading card from one of the original movies. Yeah, which again, it, I, appreci- I appreciate the effort. It just doesn't make any sense.
1: <laughs> yeah. Hmm. And there's kind of all throughout. You see the NES game and just other games and. Yeah, I'm I'm convinced that uh.
0: Dan showing, show, showing, like he really liked the video games. Oh yeah, I mean lots he of kid, all kinds of stuff in there. Yeah, oh yeah, I love all the games. Yeah, uh, I'm ready to move on. Do you have anything else you want to say about issue three? No, that's it. Okay, and finally, the grand finale of what we're, what we read this time. Issue four of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Ghostbusters. All right. So the Turtles and the Ghostbusters are back at the at the uh, the firehouse. Um, they're working on the D- Donatello and Egon are working on the portal to try to get them teleported back home. Uh, the rest of the gang are just kind of chilling. Um, Michelangelo finally used to try on one of their their jumpsuits. And look at that. It's stretchy and it fits. <laughs> <laughs> Winston and Leonardo continue their conversations about combat uh, only to find out, Hey, Shi Yu has found us. How do they find us? You say, Oh, we're in the phone book. Well, of course they're in the phone book. They're an operating business. Mm-hmm. So uh, the, the next battle takes place in the firehouse and it kind of gets trashed a little bit here and there. Uh, but they immediately jump into fighting all of these thralls uh, and, Chiyu shows up and is just ready to wreck wreck shop uh, through like through all the fighting. It, th- things go back and forth and, you know, in, in like you would expect out of a, you know, hand to hand battle. Uh, but ultimately what happens is Winston grabs a hold of Chiyu's wrist and Chiyu then yanks Winston towards him, causing Chiyu to... Possess Winston, and so the back half of the comic, or even like the back ten pages, are the, the the turtles and the Ghostbusters having to deal with the main villain possessing a main character, and this is where Ghostbusters Two comes into play, mm-hmm. because the Ghostbusters decide, you know what, we're going to use that pink goop that we had in the second movie. The mood mood slime, the mood slime that is positively charged. Yeah, yeah, it's it's pure uncut. Joy. (laughs) 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 And they they basically just 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 spray Winston with this pink stuff. And that causes them, you know, to to start to separate. He dodges it first. Yeah, he dodges it first, but there's like a big fight. It's still, it's just a fight. Ah, it's a big fight. It's just a fight. It's a big fight. Um, they finally sploosh him with some uh, some pink stuff. So push comes to shove, they finally get to the point. Get, get, they they finally get to the point where they can win, right? Uh, Chiyu is trapped in one of their traps, and Winston is safe. Uh, we we have successfully tied together both Ghostbusters movies in this this four issue miniseries congratulations uh donatello and egon have fixed the teleporter they say their goodbyes and you know there's one big group shot with all the characters you know chatting Uh, the turtles head back to their dimension and they, they they meet splinter in their living room and he's all like hey I didn't realize that I, you know, just me being here was such a big deal. Thanks for the hugs, the the hug guys. <laughs> and then, most importantly, uh, instead of storing Chi Yu with the rest of their 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 ghost pals in the containment unit, what they do is they open the portal, set the 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 destination to what what looks like, you know, the the middle of the middle of the the of space what's referred to as Proxima Centauri, 4.2 light years from Earth. And they just throw the trap through the portal, and so Chi Yu is just floating out in space, trapped in a Ghostbusters trap. That works. Yeah. Uh, He's immortal, and so he's not dead. He's just going to kind of float until he figures out a way to get out. So uh, technically, Chi Yu is still in play. He's just banished. Yeah. Um here's where I say it. Jeff, this this whole thing was exhausting for me. Really. It really was the, uh, almost I, I would say about 45% of this ghostbusters thing is just exhausting. I mean, none of it was exhausting for me. Oh, I know. I know. What like what talk to me about the fourth issue.
1: Um It had things and stuff in it sergio it's just you know (laughs) no that's 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 exactly my attitude things and Um, stuff happen but everything went back to normal so that's all that matters well no i mean the you know the the build up to everything that's you know going on and of course the the attack on the firehouse which i thought was really cool because like it gets attacked all the time um you know and just the turtles jumping in being ghostbusters you know basically well without you know with the exception of you know three of the turtles not having packs um i don't know i just i love these interactions with these characters because it's like something you would totally buy on a saturday morning cartoon like it would be the big build up like hey huge event coming this weekend you don't want to miss it you know or a direct to D, you know vhs you know movie um promo thing whatever um I I was here for all of it. And, and, you know, I think that
0: that might be where it falls apart for me, because if you're going to set this in the IDW universe where things are pretty serious, like, don't don't evoke comic or don't evoke the original cartoons.
1: Yeah. Well, I didn't really get much of that, though. Like, I mean, there's there's nods to the 80s cartoon. Sure. But... You know, it kind of would have been nice if it was all in the same, you know, you know universe instead and, of it being, you know, apart. It's kind of like what the the Batman versus Turtles movie did, where they weren't from another dimension. It was just like, oh, hey, Gotham's like a couple of streets over, you know, or, or whatever. Well, I, I actually I like this better because,
0: you know, they can't just go have lunch with Egon like they have to travel to another dimension. Yeah. But there was there's like a distinct distinct a distinctly different writing style for the turtles in this that I just don't like. Mm. Uh like in the IDW books, Michelangelo is not played up as the idiot. You know, he's yeah. not he's not a chucklehead. He he has he's more the emotional center of the group. Yeah. And I feel like the version of Mikey in this this four issues is is just a cartoon character.
1: I'll, I will give you that. I don't I don't I did not like that aspect of it. Yeah, because uh, I'm tired of him being the butt of the jokes. Yeah. And and
0: ultimately, I see why you do that. And one, it's a different writer. So it's very possible that's that's just the style he chose to write it in. But when you're writing a crossover like this, you're your audience is significantly bigger than the audience of these books individually. Yeah. So you're going to want to tug at the strings of the certain, you know, of certain aspects of both properties to maximize the, the enjoyment from your normies. I hate to put it that way, but that's, that's what they're doing. Yeah. You know, that, that's why you have the turtles you have exciting moments with the turtles in Ecto one or, or, you have the moment where it's like, Oh, it's like that stuff from ghostbusters too. Or the the moment where he's like, Hey, when you use that thing, make sure you don't cross the streams. Oh, they said that in the movie, you know, like, or oh.
1: well, it's th- just kind of like always an understood thing that they, you know, always make note in reference to. Cause like, don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's just, it's
0: like low hanging fruit. The book. Hmm. And that has a place, you know, and it's fine that it exists. It, it's uh, there was just a little bit too much like we're going to go fight for a little while and we're going to come back and we're going to fight for a little while. And we're going to just kind of glue this whole Chi plot thing together with uh, with sp- specters and magic and not necessarily magic, but, you know, ghost ghost logic, which is the best way to put it it's not actually logic it's just however we need it to fit for this story and that's frustrating to me anytime anytime a story just kind of waves its hand and says no you just it's fine it's fine it's like it's like jedi logic or wizard logic like come on yeah so it's fine like it's the, the there's enough there's enough good character moments in these four books to justify its existence and even reading it as a turtles fan. But at the end of it, I'm very ready for the turtles to be back doing what they normally do in the IDW book.
2: Yeah.
0: Eh. I mean, but that's I'm just here. me. I'm here for all of it. Oh, I know. I know. And, and arguably you, there isn't a more target
1: audience for this than you. Yeah. Yeah that's true yeah i just you know there's 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 very little that i'm not into like that percentage is very low (laughs) that's true that's true and and so you know when you get some of my favorite franchises together and you do it and you do it right and they did it right it was done rather well but you know um there were there were moments i did like you know mikey trying on you know Ray's outfit and wearing it for the rest of the issue, in uh in the fourth issue, and then you know I was like, hey, can I can I play with the horn, or can I can I can I, can I you know mess with the siren, you know, mm-hmm. it's very Batmobile like push all the buttons, Mikey, <gasps> which that was a great moment <laughs> in, <laughs> in that. That's that's why I liked you know Goofy, Goofy Mikey worked on that you know sense, um, yeah. Yeah. And moment. and again,
0: most most of what you just mentioned are the character moments. Yeah. You know, and and that's really the strength of this this for these four issues.
1: Yeah. Also, too, like the 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 teleportal back that Egon and Donnie are building is very reminiscent of the portable portal from the 87 cartoon. <laughs> Look at that. Yeah. And one right. one one nugget I already mentioned that the arcade cabinets are in the other uh, some of the other issues, but right in the very first like page five you see Raphael leaning up against Turtles in Time Turtles NES I guess it's NES Player's Choice and then because it didn't make you know <laughs> there's not a third one and then then the first arcade game yeah <laughs> well Jeff do you have anything else to say about This issue or any anything that we've talked about today. Again, it's always an enjoyable read Um, when we get to dive into these. um, I really, you know, apart from you know, Spider-Man comics I read as a kid, you know, and there's probably some a smattering of other titles here and there that I've enjoyed, but I just haven't really enjoyed comics as much as I have. Um, with, you know, these IDW ones. Um, then again, I don't read a whole lot of comics. I don't have anything against it. I'm just more of a visual media guy. Like, you know, like the animated stuff and, you know, things of that nature. But I'm, I'm branching out and, and doing more and getting into more stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, it- you know, the, the Ghostbusters crossover was a, a great treat, especially in light of recent events. Um, and it was just, it was fun. If, if if the story's just fun and energetic and just enjoyable, I mean, I'm again, I'm I'm here for it. Yeah, yeah. One thing that I, I
0: guess I've I have to come to terms with is we have to get through this IDW series faster. We'll see, we'll see. I, I'll figure something out. Yeah. Because uh, this these these books are too good to 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 not cover them faster than we're going. So. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't wait. I can't, I can't wait for you to read more. Yeah, I'm because, excited because the, like the build up to issue 50 is significant, Ooh. and it's important and it's exciting. Like we we got to get it done. So I'm here for it. Uh, that'll do it. Uh, we 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 just talked about a whole bunch of comics. Uh, Jeff, do you know what we're talking about next time? I don't, Sergio. We go through this every time. You have the spreadsheet. I know, I. Know. I but I have to ask, just in case. Uh, next yeah. time we're watching the beginning of the Nickelodeon show, season three. Oh. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be watching episodes 301 through 309. All right. So if if you want to check those out, uh, and that way you'll you'll you'll. Know what we're talking about next time that we talk. Um, we're we're really chewing through those those seasons, aren't we?
1: We are. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Jeff, where can you be found? As always, Sergio, you can find me at the Warp Zone Arcade, Brenda Mississippi's premier arcade. Uh, we specialize in game uh, uh, cleaning and restoration uh, for your cartridge based games uh, and cartridge based systems. Uh, we also have Uh, Lots of fantastic retro games to enjoy on our uh, Neo Geo uh, arcade cabinet Um, and various other types of amazing games on PlayStation 4 Nintendo Switch. Um, We do tournaments, birthday parties and more. Uh, You can check us out on Facebook Uh, and maybe one day I'll get around to, you know, doing more Instagram and maybe even doing a Twitter. I don't know. Where can we find you, Sergio? Uh, You can find me on the Shellheads
0: uh, Instagram page. Uh, I've been I've been very active as of late, uh, I, I, and I'm liking it more. The more I use it, the more I like it. Look at that, huh? Oh, yeah. Uh, that, that's Shellheads Podcast is, is is our handle over there. Uh, also on the Shellheads Facebook page. Check that out, out as well. Uh, as always, um, listen to Reality Breached. We're on hiatus right now, but there's like a library of like 200 and something episodes of stuff to listen to. So go check that out. Um, we'll be rebooting it later this year. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Follow us on Instagram. Send us send us correspondence. We want to hear from you. Yeah. Well with that said, thank you for listening. Tune in next time. I'm Sergio. I'm Jeff. And we're shellheads.